Hello, everyone, and welcome to the astrologer Bill Atride radio show. I'm Bill Atride, and today is the 18th show of 2020, and I have not been on for a month, uh, I find out when I look at my calendar. And you may have all wondered where I went, but uh, I was, uh, I've been working since March, uh, six, seven days a week. And I, I think I was headed towards a burnout, so I had to take a few Sundays off and just do nothing. Uh, and I'm planning on taking the next week off, <laughs> actually, to, uh, starting today and then through next Sunday. So I'll do a show this Sunday, obviously right now, and then a show next Sunday and then get back to my normal job. But uh, I'm very grateful to be so busy, but uh, I realize sometimes, as I've been reminded, I'm human <laughs> and working seven days a week, day, week after week uh, is not a good idea. Uh, so anyways, I'm back with you now. And today I thought um, we would take a look at uh, the chart of Kamala Harris. Uh, and also look at that in relationship to Joe Biden's chart. And probably that's going to be enough for today. I don't think I'll have time to then look at Donald Trump and Mike Pence and the four of them and looking at all their aspects. We'll probably save that for next Sunday show, which I'm planning on doing. As I mentioned in the, in the advertisement for today's show on the 23rd, I'll look at all four of them and look at the aspects and conditions for their charts. Um, and of course, today, um, after the after my brief little talk here, uh, which may not be so brief, but whenever I'm done with it, then uh, then I'll turn to you. And if you want to ask a question about the show and, and such, that's great. If you want to talk about uh, your own chart or someone else's chart, just give me, well, first give me your first name so I know who I'm talking to. Uh, and then uh, provide me with your birth date and place at the very least. And if you have the time, then of course I can be much more specific about whatever you may be asking about. Um, so that's always useful, but it's not necessary. It's amazing how much can be revealed by just a day of birth. Uh, I'm always amazed by that. And when I talk with many clients and they're looking at someone else in their life and they say, all I have is a birth date and a place. I said, that's good. And we go into there and they're just, I and they are amazed how much information can be pulled out that way. So it's not, it's not prohibitive not having a time of birth, but we do appreciate having it. Um, and if you wish to suggest a topic or reach me in any, for any reason, uh, just email me at my email, which is bill at tried at gmail.com. That's again, B-I-L-L-A-T-T-R-I-D-E at gmail.com. And I'll certainly answer your question. And if you're looking to get a reading, which is what I do and been doing seven days a week lately, <laughs> please, please feel free in contacting me. It may take a couple weeks to get on the calendar or more, uh, but I do work um, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. almost every day, try to leave Sundays free um, in the future and for the radio show, but, um, but the demand is great, so I'm very grateful to be to be uh, utilized that way. Uh, and I love my job. So it's not a job, it's a calling as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> so so with all that in mind, um, what I'd like to do, and again, if you want to find me in the, in, in the internet, you, there's the blog here and I often post, and I probably will today, the transcripts of the blog. Uh, and the, and the, the show is available as a podcast after it's broadcast. And I've also now uh, connected it to I, to the Apple podcast uh, forum. So you can always get all my shows there if you want to look at it that way or hear it that way. Um, and, of course, I have the blog where I'll post things on a regular basis. And, of course, coming up here 
uh, very shortly is uh, the next transition mo moving to a new season as the sun will enter Virgo next Saturday the 22nd. I'll be writing about that and maybe talk about that too because uh, it's very important. Um, and other things coming down the road here for us as we move into the fall season is what we're heading towards now. So with all that in mind, uh, let's turn to the topic for today. And, and as I said in my last show, which was back in July, a month ago, I examined the charts of Joe Biden and Donald Trump. Um, and now that given Biden's made his choice of Kamala Harris had to be his running mate, I thought it would be good to look at her astrological chart today. Um, back on July 20th, 2019, I did a radio show that looked at Kamala's chart and Elizabeth Warren together as they were part of the, uh, my examination of all the major Democratic candidates for president. And so you might want to listen to that show as well, but it's going to be sort of reprised here, but I'm going to do a little more today. So today, let's look at Kamala's chart uh, as Joe Biden's pick for vice president, uh, and we'll take a deeper look. So the first thing that I look for in any chart, and many astrologers would too, is whether there is an overall pattern that can sort of give us an overall sense of who this is. Um, astrologers have found that there are definite shapes of a chart whereby the planets, which we're looking at a sky map here, and so the planets around the Earth form a pattern. And indeed, there is a distinctive pattern in Kamala's chart, and it's called a seesaw or hourglass pattern. So think of a seesaw back and forth or an hourglass, that shape. Uh, and there are patterns, uh, planets then on one side of the chart and planets on another side of the chart. And then there's a wide space on each side of those two groups with, with no planets, okay? And this pattern indicates a person who has a greater ability than most to appreciate and understand one side and equally the other side of an issue or problem. In other words, they can encompass an understanding of the whole issue and to see one person or group and then see the other side. People like Kamala will strive to bring ideas and people and groups together to forge agreements and by building a bridge of mutual understanding. Kamala will try to reconcile and integrate sides that are seemingly opposed to one another. So people like her are the interlocutors, I like to say, or the intermediaries of the zodiac. They seek to bring people together through objective understanding and reason. And that is quite fitting as for Libra, which of course is Kamala's sun sign, because that sign is known for that very quality of having greater social intelligence and diplomacy and bridge building skills. Then we look and see how the planetary energy is distributed in a chart. And so what we're talking about here are the elements of fire, earth, air, and water, and whether Kamala is more of a cardinal, fixed, or mutable person in her modality. Kamala's chart shows that she's a very fiery and earthy person, so that she combines the idealism and drive of fire, but she combines that with a more practical orientation in terms of grounding her ideals in something purposeful, meaningful, and most importantly, achievable. Then in terms of the modality, she is very cardinal, but also fixed. The cardinal comes from principally from her sun in, in Libra and her moon in Aries, but then she has a lot of fixed planets too. Cardinal people see a problem and then they want to deal with it. <laughs> they go for it and try and fix it. 
but fixed people try to bear up and maintain things. So she has a little bit of both. She will not hesitate to address problems by taking action, but Kamala will be guided by her determination to remain steadfast and be guided by, in that way, certain values that she holds to be true. I also like to see in any chart if there's any sort of special pattern that might provide a, you know, a special insight into the person. And indeed, there's a rather special, or there's several in Kamala's chart, but I'm picking out one, in that in her chart she has what's called the mystic rectangle. Sounds very impressive. But what it means is a mystic rectangle is formed by two groupings of planets. For Kamala, it's her sun opposite to her moon, and then her Mars is opposite to her Saturn. And then each of those four points is linked with one another. The two oppositions are linked by what we call sextiles and trines. Often oppositions lead to a struggle between one thing and another. By having this mystic pattern, it allows a person to find a way through, a bridging, if you will, between what seems to be most, to be the really irreconcilable things, this or that. In her case, the sun in Libra would predispose a person to trying to do the right thing in terms of relationships and partnerships, and to defer one's own needs and interests for that of others to be what we call very other interested. Yet her moon in Aries says she also feels a strong need to assert herself and display leadership and courage and initiative. And if that is too strong, one might run roughshod over other people. So it's a tug of war. So what is she going to do? When, so when there's a tug of war to doing what is right for oneself and doing what is more accommodating. Of course, the lesson in her life was to learn to hold herself in the middle, to be positively self-assertive without being too abrasive or strong about it, to be mindfully sensitive so that she equally consider the social consequences of those words and deeds in order to maintain harmony and balance. Likewise, with her Mars in Leo, Kamala wishes to act in the, in the world in a way that displays confidence and mastery as she looks to earn respect. But if you shape your actions too much by what will bring you approval and respect, well, then you might become untrue to who you really are. You're sort of gearing what you're doing to the result of what other people think of it. That is when her Saturn in Aquarius reminds her to thine own self be true, that she should not overly care what people think. So that pulls on her from the other direction. <laughs> Given this polarization, she could get stuck by being either too accommodating in terms of trying to earn people's respect or too dismissive of people so she can do her own thing. The need, of course, is to strike the right balance of being someone who values honor and individuality but also realizes the importance of doing that within a context that is socially meaningful. This mystic rectangle pattern is one of the keys to understanding what drives Kamala's life. Then we turn to the principal indicators in anybody's chart. And for Kamala, it is her son in Libra placed in her fifth house. People with the son in Libra 
are focused on relationships and partnerships, and we often find them being the mediator between individuals and groups. Libras have a strong sense of fair play and justice, and we usually see them working towards alleviating injustices and healing divisions. Kamala is a lawyer and a prosecutor and now a senator and getting involved in social causes and trying to make that social space more equitable and fairer would be something that would drive her story without question. Kamala's son is in the natural house for the son, the fifth house, as the son rules the fifth sign of Leo. This placement often indicates someone who carries some form of energy and that displays a form of natural leadership. She inspires others with her principled nature. Moreover, with her son in the natural house of Leo, she will shine like the sun. And when she smiles, it will light up the room with warmth and goodness. When we look to see how her son is connected to the rest of the chart, the first thing to note is that Kamala was born at a full moon. I like to say that a person born at a full moon is born with no excuses because they implicitly understand cause and effect, the law of action and reaction. But it also indicates that Kamala was brought into the world so that when she looked at her mother and then she looked at her father and then she said to herself, wow, these people are different. <laughs> it set Kamala on her path to try and figure out how do I reconcile the differences I sense within me and then between myself and other people. This awareness drives her story throughout her life, trying to find a way to bring people together and to bring together the opposites and achieve an integral synthesis. Her son is also perfectly lined up with her Saturn in Aquarius. A Sun-Saturn trine person has a very deep understanding about how the world works and equally a resolute sense of responsibility in the world in terms of their life. Typically, we find that people like this often find their life tends to really shine once they hit their 50s and onward as they show their greater adeptness and maturity and skill in working in structures and mastering them. Her sun is right next to Mercury, what we call a conjunction, and that makes her a very sharp person in terms of her intelligence. And that strength of mind fits quite well again with her moon being in Aries, since the moon in Aries rules the head and makes for a rather quick mind. An Aries moon person leans into life. They are very enthusiastic, sometimes a little too enthusiastic, sometimes a little too competitive, and that eagerness or overreaching can sometimes bring them trouble. Whenever a moon in Aries person is frustrated or having some difficulty, I always tell them that the answer or remedy for them is to get moving, to just get very physical and use up that energy in some form of physical exertion. Rather than peaceful and still meditations in order to be centered, people like this should run or dance or move vigorously and that will restore their peace of mind. The Aries moon in Kamala's chart is in the 11th house of social ideals, of her social consciousness and conscience. This means that Kamala's communities, 
the groups and associations that she belongs to and participates in are so meaningful to her. These communities and causes bring her nurturing and comfort as she equally tries to bring leadership and nurturing to them. Moreover, the moon in her chart is opposite to her Mercury, and that means that she initially had to struggle to integrate what she was feeling and what she was thinking and speaking about. Having had to work on this, she probably has learned to master the art of weaving together her intellect and her feelings, to hold them together so that her words and ideas can carry that much further into the mind and hearts of others. But she still may get stuck or stumble between what she is thinking and what she is feeling sometimes, and when able to overcome that divide, she might be misunderstood. Kamala is fortunate to have her moon trine her Mars, and that Mars in her chart is very important. We'll come back to that. Mars is her rising planet. It is the lead planet of her chart, and anybody with the moon trining Mars is someone who is a can-do person, not a cannot-do person. The word no or cannot is just not part of their DNA. Once they set their sight upon a task or mission, that is it. They are fully energized once they feel strongly about something. They are on it completely, and nothing will dissuade them. Kamala approaches the world like a Gemini because she has Gemini rising. This makes her curious and restless, and sometimes provocative or contrary. She can see more than one side to an issue, and she relies upon her intelligence and adaptability to solve problems because she will not get stuck. The midheaven of a chart shows the destiny or path in life, and for Kamala, she has the sign of Pisces on the top of her chart. This means that she feels that her life and her life work must have something to do with a mission or greater purpose, that it's not about herself, but about the calling to some task that requires sacrifice and dedication. Kamala's rising planet of Mars is in the sign of Leo. I have mentioned in, in many places that, that Mars and Leo is one of the significators we have found in more presidents' charts than in any other significator. Kamala's Mars in Leo is in a prominent position, and it gives her a Leo quality of being a fighter for honor and for integrity. Mars rising people embody a warrior spirit. It can make them strong, but they need to be careful in how they wield this power. For Kamala, Mars is placed in her third house of the mind and intelligence, and it indicates a very sharp and quick mind, and often a very sharp tongue. It is a great asset for a debater. It is the perfect asset for a lawyer because that is where this energy can find a meaningful application. But she has to learn to be careful to not overdo or overwhelm her opponent or her audience, and that if she comes across as too strong or to seem to be full of herself and haughty in terms of what she knows or how she wields that power of her mind, it could reveal a lack of social grace. Her very intelligence and assertive nature, nature could be turned against her. As much as Mars is so important as her rising planet, the culminating planet in anyone's chart is also significant, revealing much about their soul and their destiny. For Kamala, it is the planet Saturn in Aquarius. 
Saturn rules structure, reality, institutions, and the law. Moreover, it's in the ninth house, which rules higher understanding, the realm of truth and science and philosophy, and the law as well. This placement shows that Kamala has a great ability in this lifetime to be masterful in realms of religion and philosophy and science and law. As we all know, she was a lawyer and a prosecutor, and given Saturn in the ninth house, the path of her professional life makes sense. Jupiter is the planet that informs and guides our beliefs and our truths of what we find meaningful to us and forms our inspirations and motivations. Kamala has her Jupiter in the sign of Taurus, and it's in her 12th house. With Jupiter in her 12th house, she can draw upon a well of great spiritual confidence and deep understanding from deep within herself. For Kamala, her faith is centered, deep, and abiding. With her Jupiter in Taurus, she makes her way by a very persistent search for the truth. Moreover, Kamala has a firm belief that there are teachings and values that are eternal, and this supports her optimism and her faith in humanity. Because of this sense of lasting value, she has a very steady kind of spiritual understanding. She lives a faith informed by truth. With Saturn in the ninth house, Kamala would have started with a certain cultural spiritual system of belief, but then by her own need and through circumstance, she would have been exposed to and explored other cultures, beliefs, and beliefs and paths to truth. Her Saturn's test in life is in fact the test of truth, and those with this test eventually arrive at a place of a more encompassing understanding of wisdom tethered to humility. Then people like Kamala can help other people understand what is true and how to understand the way to truth because that has been and remains their journey. The planet Venus is in a chart will show you what you value, what you love, and how you love. For Kamala, Venus is especially important because she's a Libra, a sign ruled by Venus. For Kamala, Venus is in the sign of Virgo. So even though Kamala is a Libra, she really wants to be a Virgo. Kamala wants to be more at peace, to have a more complete understanding of value, beauty, and love by taking an analytical approach to beauty and to relationship. It can make someone somewhat of a perfectionist, but it also makes her more attentive to the need for relationships and partnerships to be formed with right structuring so that they are harmonious and balanced. Venus is a strong indicator for Kamala, since it is the planet that is rising before her sun. With Venus in this position and sign, she is led through life by Venus. She seeks to understand and heal the patterns and conditions of relationships between partners and groups of people. Mercury is the planet that rules the mind and our means of communication, and for Kamala, it is in the sign of Scorpio. So even though Kamala is a Libra, she thinks like a Scorpio, which means with a great insight that will always seek to go deeper, to remove the veil covering things that are hidden. She will not accept things at face value, but will dive deeper to find the truth. Kamala's mind is focused, determined, and authoritative, since her Mercury lines up with her Saturn, just like her Sun. She goes deeper than most, 
goes to the heart of the matter so that when she delivers that message, she is compelling and persuasive. Well, we have more to say about her, of course, but I thought right now um, we'll look at her chart some more later this year. But I thought it's also useful, given she's part of the ticket now with Biden, that we take a look first at um, how her chart fits with Biden's and his with hers. So how do Joe and Kamala's charts line up with one another? Well, the most striking difference between their charts is the fixed and watery nature of Biden as compared to the cardinal, fixed, and fiery, earthy nature of Harris. Joe will appreciate Kamala's drive and idealism, but he will certainly come across as the more sensitive and emotional person in their partnership. After all, he has the moon as his rising planet, so Joe is an emotional and sensitive type, he will be the healer or empathizer-in-chief. Kamala has Mars rising. She'll be the one who is ready for battle. She will be the warrior woman. One of the most significant links between two charts is when one person's moon aligns with the other person's moon, and Kamala's moon and Joe's moon are conjunct, and that creates a bond of empathy and understanding between them. Then we have Kamala's sun, which we know is opposite to her moon, is also opposite to Joe's moon. Here we say opposites attract. Each will feel that the other person is different, but perhaps in a stimulating way. In some sense, each will feel that the other balances or completes them in some manner. For Kamala, she will have to come to understand Joe's emotional nature which is quite different from hers, he with his moon in Taurus and her with that moon in Aries. And Joe will have to accept and enjoy Kamala's strong personality, especially with her son in the fifth house. Astrologers will always look to see if there are Saturn connections between two charts, and that is here. Joe's son squares Kamala's Saturn. I always say to my clients who have this in their partnership, that this forms the feeling of deja vu, so that the two people will feel that their relationship is familiar, like they are meeting with one another once again, and their relationship seems to have a feeling of karma and destiny about it. Biden's Mercury squares Harris's Mars, and this will create a free zone of energy, but also the potential for friction between them. Basically, Joe will usually want to talk more about some matter or issue, whereas Kamala will wish to take action more quickly. Each will moderate the other when it works, Joe bringing more deliberation into an issue before moving on it, and at times Kamala getting Joe to act sooner than he might have without her. Jupiter is especially important in a relationship, especially for Biden, who has Sagittarius rising. Joe's Jupiter squares Kamala's moon. This may seem challenging at times, but Jupiter being the greater benefic will often lead to a rewarding experience. Joe's Jupiter will help Kamala to expand her outlook and broaden her understanding of the world. The key to this working will be, do they fundamentally share the same spiritual and cultural beliefs? And for that, we need to look at the aspect between Joe's Jupiter and Kamala's.
Joe has his Jupiter in Cancer, and Kamala has her Jupiter in Taurus, so they form a strong and positive sextile. That means their understanding about the nature of truth and faith are similar and aligned. They will form a partnership that can inspire and bring out the best in one another and give hope and inspiration to others as well. Well, I think that's enough for today on on Kamala and a little bit on Joe with her. And I will turn next week uh, on next Sunday and talk about um, uh, uh, Joe and, and Kamala and look at Donald Trump and Mike Pence and look at all four of them together to consider what they all have uh, principally and what's going on in their charts and how the aspects look for the next many months in their charts to look ahead to the election. So we'll come back and do that next week. And now I find out when I made my show, because this has been something I've reprised here, that I had inadvertently pressed uh, a button on my mic here and gone mute halfway through my talk about Kamala. So when I began asking for my calling on the callers here to talk about whatever they want to bring up in the show. Uh, No one was responding to me because they couldn't hear me, nor had they heard part of my my talk on Kamala. So I've fixed that now so that the Kamala section is back, but we don't have those me trying to reach everybody, but now I'm going to cobble that together where I did talk to people when I found the, 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 the mute switch was on unmuted myself and so the rest of the show is there so i apologize for that my error that glitch and i'll be back with you all uh on next sunday but here is the rest of the show as it was broadcast okay thank you very much i see what happened it was me (laughs) i i in it i now i did you hear the whole show i hope was i was i muted during the show or um oh the show was there You muted. No, no, you muted. You uh, muted out about 20 minutes into it. Oh, no. Oh, dear. Oh, my goodness. I yeah, didn't. Yeah, you I, were talking. You were saying weave together intellect and feeling. Uh huh. And the call was disconnected. Oh, gee. And we are on, so we're probably being heard. Yes. We're probably being heard by whoever else. Yes. So what must have happened is I, yeah, no, I leaned, I must have leaned into the microphone. There's a uh, control on my wiring to the computer and I must have leaned over and hit the, the mute button at that point. So I will, I will have to rebroadcast this. (laughs) I will have to do the show over again. Um, um, it was, I think you were talking about opposition, moon opposing Mercury Right. And Aries in the 11th house, and how she blends in intellect and feeling. Oh, gee. And that was the end of it. Oh, no. Well, um, I could go back right now and just continue, but what I could just do is... Um, Gee, I think I... you are back. I think oh, you I, are well, back. No, I am back now. I, yeah, otherwise, we, we wouldn't be talking. So everybody's hearing this, but they didn't get... A, exactly. if, I, if it was um, at that point in the show, that was a good a good part of the show was cut off. And I'll have to figure out where. So you said it was about the moon and Mercury. Uh, you, can, yeah. you can hear it when you hear the replay. Yes. You will see exactly. Where it must are, have been around 20, 20 minutes after the hour. Okay. So what I'll do is I will um, go ahead and, and talk 
make a recording and upload it so the show is there, th that part of the show. So what I'll do now is I'll do what I normally do now. I'll talk to you. <laughs> so and then I'll I'll just sit down, make a recording, and then upload it as the show, and that will be something that people can listen to. So what can I do for you today, Deanna? <laughs> okay. Well, um, my situation is still like I'm walking on a on a tightrope, which is getting kind of loose. Uh huh. But anything that you could see that would tend to build. Right. That will give me hope to keep on going. Okay. Um, because, um, you yeah. know, we're, we're all scared. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, this this is the, the challenge you face with that Saturn in the sixth house, and it's still retrograding, and it hasn't hasn't turned direct yet, and it will uh, shortly next month in September, but it's... Um, it is it is the thing that's really been the troubling thing for you this year because it's as as we say it's on your Jupiter, which is the planet of our beliefs and truths and our faith, and so you could say this whole year is in a sense a trial of faith for you, of keeping keeping yourself optimistic even in the face of great you know constraints and limitations Bill, that you're encountering. It has been, it has been. 13, 12 years going on 13. Well, yeah, yeah. Since June 21, 2008. It feels like Saturn has been yeah. on Jupiter for yeah. 13 years, but I know it has. I know, I know. I know what you're saying, but it's true that this year in particular would be something that you would be very have a great difficulty with. And all I can see is that what's going to change in the next month or so, um, and even d days or so, is your progress moon is going to move into the house, that same house of adjustment and realignment. Uh, and that's going to happen in early September. And that means you're going to begin making more progress in adjusting and adapting your life to bring about more peace for yourself. Um, to be more at peace. Is uh, that the fifth house or is it that, sixth that's, that's the moon leaving your fifth house and going into your sixth house of healing and adjustment. Oh, good. Um, and so good. you should good. see that now I'm, uh, I'm, I'm very much aligned with this process now and I'm working in this process and real changes will take place in the way I order my life at that point. Okay. Wow, yeah. Okay. Uh, okay, so I'll have to wait a few days. And, and, and um, we'll see what happens in early don't September. If else, come back. Oh, yeah, no, no. There's other if, people if here. I'm going to pick up other people and not, see. But, but, <laughs> but thank you for letting me know, and I will, uh, I'll go ahead and sit down and broadcast. I'll create a broadcast for the show and upload it later. Okay, thanks. Okay. And I sent something to Okay, sorry, I, I, sorry, I cut you off. <laughs> I'm going to the next person. Okay, sorry, this is Bill. Hi, had I had a glitch here? <laughs> Hi, who's this? Hi, Bill. Hi. Um, this is Patricia. This is my first time calling this show. Oh, great. Um, and okay. my yes, my birthday. Thank you for taking my call. Sure. My birthday is mm -hmm. um two um six. 1973. Six. Did you say? Did you say? Wait, wait, say. Did you say February 6, 1973? Yes. Okay, great. Because it was cutting out there. And then, what time did you say it was? 7:30 p.m. 7:30 p.m. And what city and t state were you born in? 
Birmingham, Alabama. Okay. Alabama. Okay. And what can I do for you today? Um, what do you see coming up for me in the next um, month okay. or next couple of months? Okay, let's see where things are. Um, and just to confirm, you know you're an Aquarius with your moon in Aries and you have yes. Virgo rising. Okay, um, just making sure I got it right. Well, um, there's, there's a, a great deal of focus right now for you because of your progressed moon in the house of your home and security and foundations. A lot of adjustments being made there for over a year and another year plus to go. But what just shifted there is your moon changed into Capricorn. And now f factoring into those questions of security come questions about responsibility and how I order my life in a, in a sort of a hierarchical way. The question is, what's the responsible thing to do as I work towards recentering myself or resecuring my life? Um, and so it's, it's a very emotional time because of this, as you're dealing with, am I, do I feel safe and secure and centered or, I, or what can I, how can I move towards that? And probably some very big decision will be faced in this regard in your life in about four months or so. So by the end of the year, because that's when your progressed moon will line up with your sun and you're sort of at a crossroads with this. Um, just like the previous caller, you've also had Saturn dancing over your Jupiter this year. So you've also been addressing that question of my belief, my truths and how I can grow in my life and, and what is the proper path of growth for me at this time. And because you are born equally with your Venus there, also at the very beginning of Aquarius, I'm just going to check and make sure, but it might be because it just hold on a second. Um, no, it didn't quite get there, but it got close. It's really just Saturn on your Jupiter that's affecting you this year. Um, and I'm looking up and down the list of other aspects here to see what might be in play. Oh, that's the most important thing um, for sure. So um, did that address some of the questions you had or the, or the concern you had right now? Yes, um, I do have a lot of very, well, I have one big um, well, I, I guess I made that decision to um, take my um, my grandchildren in because my daughter lost custody of those oh. um, my grandkids, right. and so I do have them. And um, and I did have to decide whether I was going to go back to nursing school or sit out this semester because of um, not having that um, support, um, or shall I say, just the immediate attention that the children needed right. um, versus um, being able to take on the children and nursing school. So wow. all of that has, you know, within the last um, couple of months have taken place um, or have come to pass. So it's right on point. Um, yeah. Yeah. A lot of yeah. change, a lot of changes in the home. And then that Saturn that's going over your Jupiter and coming to your Venus, that's the fifth house. Um, which is the house of your own education, like stretching oneself and developing oneself through education, but it's also the house of children. 
and the responsibilities we hold in that regard in our life, whether our own children or other children, is certainly a test for you right now. Um, and, you know, yeah. taking on that responsibility, taking on that burden, but one wishes and wants to protect the child first and foremost, that's understandable. So, um, but yeah, no, that, that makes a lot of sense, um, given what's happening here in your chart. Okay. Thank you. Thank you so much. You're, um, you're very welcome. And I want to, um, if I could, may I please continue to listen to the show? Oh, sure. I'll just, I, sure. I'll just put you on mute, and I'm going to, I'm going to have to go back, because you might have heard my previous caller. I cut myself off at some time into the show. I'll find out where. <laughs> and I'm going to have to take the entire show yeah. about Kamala and up, re-record it and upload it, and I'll put it on the site so it's available to be listened to, okay? Yeah. Okay. okay. But, I, but, but I won't, I'm, I won't, I won't, I won't uh, cut you out. I'll just mute you for now, okay? Okay. Nice talk. Nice, you. nice talking Have to you, Patricia. Yeah. You too. Bye bye. Okay. Here. Okay. Um, all right. So let's see who's next here. Um, let me try this person. Uh, hi, you're on with Bill. Who's this? Hi, Bill. This is Tanika. Can you? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> hi. Can I'm okay. I'm so glad you could hear me now. Well, no, I, I'm so, I'm, 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 I, I did, I didn't realize that I leaned forward and I, I, I must have touched a button or in my end here that cut me off and I, I was talking, doing fine, I thought, uh, but <laughs> nobody can hear me. So I'm going to, have to rebroadcast <laughs> my show, but, but what can I do for you today? What's, what's going on? Um, I would like to see what's coming up for me. There's love and work. Like both areas are just will work. I'm not really happy at the job that I'm at. And also with love, um, I have feelings for someone. I know his birthday and everything, but I'm not sure if it's going to work out. So like both areas of my life right now are just, you know, very sad. So, okay. I mean, if it was going to work out with him, I would love to know. Or just period. Well. I just would love a change. Okay. Well, um. In terms of your your progress moon right now, it's still moving through that eleventh, the seventh house of relationship, um, and that means this is a time that you are more able to make adaptations and adjust to other people. But it's really about you being ever more clear about yourself and what you need to give to and what you need to receive from in relationships, and taking a very objective look at that to make sure that yeah, this is doable or this is not doable. And that has been extremely hard this year, as you may recall, because the same time that the moon is there in your chart, the, the planet Neptune is going back and forth over into your seventh house and opposite your moon. So Tanika, this is just one of the most confusing times in your life when it comes to any and all relationships in your life and what you're actually experiencing in terms of how your feelings and emotional needs. If, if you came to me and said, Bill, I know exactly what's going on, I'd say, oh, come on, Tanika, cut it out. And if you say, Bill, I'm really confused. I don't know what's happening. I say, oh, you're right on schedule <laughs> because that's what this mm -hmm. is an experience for. But recognize what that's showing you, that I think I know what's going on. I'd like to know what's going on. But there is more here than meets the eye, and I have to be patient as things are revealed to me. And I have to be very careful that I'm not being deceived by someone else, is one side of it, 
or equally that I'm not deceiving myself because I want it to be something and I'm trying to make it into something that it cannot be. Not that it can't be something, but it can't be what I'm trying to make it. So I have to let it go in terms of desire and try to see it with no bias whatsoever, not negative or positive, just neutral. That is really hard to do for most of us <laughs> because obviously we want something to be something. We want it to work out. We want this person to be the one. And yet something is getting in the way of me seeing that right now. And this is going to continue to the end of the year. This is not going away. So you have to be patient with it. Okay. Um, I would, yeah, it, it's just, it's just, I would not make any firm decisions or commitments about these matters about your emotional life and your relationship life until we get into 2021. It's just not, it cannot be a clear decision yet for you. Okay. 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 That's it. All right. Okay. Oh. I'll, talk to you. I'll talk to you later. Okay. Let me get on to the people here. Thank you. Thanks for calling. Okay. All right. I'll keep All right sure. Hi, you're on with Bill. Who's this? Hi, this is Natalia from uh, Ontario, Canada. Hi. And uh, it's my first time calling. Oh, great. Hi. Um, I, I, I get your, um, um, astrological printouts all the time on oh. my email. Oh, great. And I really enjoy it. Thank, thank you. Thank you. And I'm born in, uh, you're welcome. I'm born um, in Uden, Italy, and I uh, was born September the 18th, 1946 at 7.45 a.m. 7.45 a.m., September 18th, 46. And I didn't catch the town in Italy. What was the town's name? Uden. It's U-D-I-N-E, close uh, to that. Okay, Italy, got it. Okay, there you go. I've mm -hmm. got you. <laughs> okay, so what can I... Okay, and so just to confirm, you know that you're a Virgo with the Gemini moon and you've got Libra rising. That's correct, right? Yes. Okay, good. So what can I do for you today? Um, well, I'm... I've gone through quite a bit in the last <laughs> the last three years, but two uh, years actually. Okay. And um, and so I'm just trying trying to find out where I'm heading in this new stage and um, in my life and uh, the health of my husband and my health. Okay. Um, well, in in looking at the inner life, I always do that first, and that I mean by that looking at the progressed moon, especially other things too, but that's it. You're at the moment of a change because your progress moon for the last couple of years, two years, several months has been going to the sign of Aquarius. Um, and Aquarius ah. um, is, is a sign that really is about our hopes and dreams and wishes for the future and needing to be with our the right communities and friendship and companionship because I want to be myself and I have to be myself. Therefore, I need to be with my people. But often Aquarius since it's ruled by the planet Uranus, brings in shocks, surprises, and upsets into our life. And we're sort of feeling like we're rattled and being rolled around by these jolts we're getting, mm -hmm. which were true for you for much of 18, all of 19, and technically end mm -hmm. at the end of August 2020. 
So you're just weekdays yeah, away. Definitely. Okay, so for in two more weeks, the energy changes. And the moon goes into Pisces, the last sign. And that's when you become less in your head and more in your feelings and your heart. And you're dealing with your emotional empathy and understanding and the capacity to see the whole arc of your life. Everything you've gone through for many, many years, going back 27 years, you're going mm -hmm. to be summing it up and wrapping mm -hmm. it up and understanding what it's been all about in a more complete way. It's a, mm -hmm. it's a very spiritual mm -hmm. experience, though, and again, a very moving and emotional experience mm -hmm. that this would create mm -hmm. for you. Um, so mm -hmm. it, it, there's less shocks, but there's also a sense of a softening and an opening up of emotional boundaries and a deeper connection being needed, but also achieved by you between yourself and any other. Mm. Uh, and that, that can be mm. quite wonderful. Um, and then looking at the chart outwardly, Saturn has been in your fourth house now, the house of the home and the family, you know, in 18 and 19 mm. um, and 20. Um, it doesn't leave there until and doesn't leave there really to begin to leave there in, until the spring of 2021. So when Saturn's in our fourth house, mm -hmm. we're, we're facing tests of our home and family and security and, and trying to, mm -hmm. uh, trying to try to realign ourselves. So we are feeling more secure, but because the way your chart's structured mm -hmm. that you've got Mars at the end of Libra and Saturn's at the end of Capricorn. Now, this is also one of those years, every seven or eight years, Saturn lines up with Mars and it feels like we're driving with the brakes on. We're running into delays and problems and some mm. frustrations. And the lesson of the year for you, and this continues until we get to maybe October into November, the message of this year for you, Natalia, has been patience. As you, patient, being patient, you know, just having to just know that I, I, I'm driving with the brakes on and therefore I, the universe is asking me, look at where you're going. Do you want to really get there? Maybe you need to change the goal because that would be better if we go this way, not that way. And secondly, if you think if the goal is right and true, you have to get there, then you must look at the way you're getting there and consider other ways. But no matter what you do. You'll have to be patient and have that forbearance. But starting in late October, maybe into November, you'll start saying, oh, I can move again. I'm moving again. <laughs> uh, and, and so the resistance will fade away. But it's there right now for sure. Okay. It's, it's actually, it's, it's building yeah. in right now. It's going to be very strong in the beginning of September. So be careful. Um, don't let frustration uh, and lead to tension and, and hurt yourself emotionally or mentally or physically. Mm -hmm. um, and just do things to take stress out of your system. Keep on doing relaxation techniques and calming things because it is very stressful, this aspect. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. okay. And to do with my husband? Well, again, often because Saturn, when it goes over a certain planet, can indicate where the stress may lie. And Saturn is in your fourth house of the home. Oh. So your stress is coming from your home. Mars oh. in a woman's chart is often the male energies in her life, including the man in her life in this case. And therefore, part okay. of your concern and worry would be directed that way towards him. 
Um, so yes, yeah. that would be another reason to be concerned that stress is building in and try to cope with that as best you can um, because of the struggle mm -hmm. you're facing there with him, okay? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so is he is he is he okay. doing okay? Is he getting better, or is it is it sort of like not the improvements not there that you were hoping for? Yeah, that's exactly what it was. There's yeah. little little blips forward and then he steps backwards. Right. Well, we could take a look another time at his chart too to see what shows up there. But I would say mm -hmm. in your chart, sure. this this period coming up here in September October you're going to need some support getting through it because it, it'll be a stressful time uh, that you're grappling with this. And maybe it's just a stress that okay. maybe this hasn't ended. Why doesn't this end? And then fi finally there's a more of a release in that stress once we get to later in October. Okay. Wow. All right. That's my second name. Okay. All right. Well, I'll talk to you <laughs> some you. other time, Natalia. Thank Thanks for so calling. Thank sure. Sure. My Much pleasure. Appreciated. Okay. Bye-bye. All right. Okay, and let's see if we can get someone else in here. And I've got to sit down later and make a recording uh, <laughs> for everybody. Uh, I don't think I've called on this person. Hi, this is Bill. You're on with Bill. Who's this? 917? Hi, Bill. Hi, who's this? Hi, Carla. Carla. Okay, have you called before, Carla? I don't think I spoke with you. Oh, you have not? Okay, good. Then I'll, then I'll put you in. So are you calling about yourself? Yes. Okay. And are you calling to talk about your chart then? Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yes. Okay. So, so January what is? February twenty eighth. February twenty eighth. No, January. Oh, sorry. January twenty eighth. Yeah. Seventy three. Seventy three. Okay. Um, Netherlands. Okay, where where in the Netherlands? Amsterdam. Amsterdam. Okay. Eleven fourteen a.m. And eleven fourteen a.m. Hold on, I'm just uh, gotta get this thing. There we go. It's gotta choose the right Amsterdam, believe it or not. And seven, say again, seven fourteen a.m. You said. No, 11, 13, I'm sorry, okay. <laughs> okay, right, I got that. I've got it. Now I've got it. Okay, so let me look at your chart. So you know you're an Aquarius with the moon in Sagittarius, and you have Taurus as your rising sign. Okay, so what can I do for you? Uh, I would like to know uh, my career for a path. What do you think? see any uh, movement uh, around my career okay. going um, better? Okay. Well, um, the the inner measure of time, that progressed moon, um, for you has just changed signs. It moved into Virgo. And in about a few months, like three months from now, four months from now, it will also enter the sixth house of your chart. And both those are indications of a need or an opportunity to change one's lifestyle and within that lifestyle change one's working style or work routines so it's definitely something that's coming into okay. focus now so that there will be seconds. there will be this need for you to say i need to have a more balanced life between activity and rest and work and play and diet and exercise and the nature of work 
all those things come together in this heading of the life I live and the quality of life I live, which is what you're now going to be significantly addressing and making changes in. Helping you in that regard, I would think, is that Jupiter um, has moved into your 10th house along with Saturn up there. Um, and so you are able now, there are opportunities coming in your life to move to a better position or, or um, a better job. There's a door opening, if you will. Um, but one has to look around for it and find it. But there, whenever Jupiter's in the 10th house, we can either get a promotion and raise within an existing job or jump to a better job. Um, again, in a perfect world without other things going on, this would be a really opportune time. But of course, we're also dealing with the stresses and strains brought by the times we're in, which is making it a little more challenging for everybody, you included. Mm -hmm. um, but certainly Jupiter up there is protecting you, is helping you. Um, and I would imagine once it, once it turns direct, um, which it should do by, um, let me just tell you here, by around September the 12th, you may find some real opportunities coming along um, that just come, come, into, come into your vision or something. Uh, starting September 12th, there's a very special set of alignment by no October 30th and then one following on November 20th because you may, not, you may know or not know that you're born with your Venus and your Jupiter together in your 10th house of career, which is quite a fortuitous combination of energies. Um, it makes you someone who people will trust because you are trustworthy with Jupiter there and a career that helps you work with people with Venus or with beauty in your life is indicated with Venus in that 10th house. Um, and with Jupiter now up there, once again, every 12 years going over your Venus and Jupiter, there is bound to be opportunities coming your way. There may have been some earlier this year, then they went away. Maybe a different one or the same one's coming back here in October and November. So look for that, okay? Yeah, thank you. Is there anything around love? Um, well... <laughs> Well, again, Jupiter going over your Venus is certainly not a bad thing. It's, it's in your 10th house of career, so it does focus more on career matters, but Venus is the planet of love and beauty and such. Um, so it certainly doesn't harm you in that regard. It could certainly also indicate opportunities for relationship or also there in your life at this time coming up here in the fall. Um, and, and again, your need for relationship is quite strong given your moon's in that seventh house of partnership and relationship anyways. Um, but you have had always... It's so, it's so... What's that? Sorry. It's, it's, go ahead. No, it seems so, so boring, my love life. Almost nothing really <laughs> right. Right. ever happening. Oh, Not okay. that it's, you okay. know, I attract... Yeah, I'm just concerned. Right. That uh, that that it won't happen, or it hasn't hasn't gelled in your life. Yeah, that yeah. there's nobody out there. Yeah, where? Yeah, like, is this person gonna wake up and appear in in my life? Yeah. Well, well there. I mean, Jupiter on your Venus and on your Jupiter is a fortunate time, and so I would definitely it's going to focus oh. the fortune on the career aspects because it's in that house. 
But because it, it is also the planet of love in one's life, Venus, Jupiter up there is helpful in that regard. So I think it, it can have a benefit there. But the difficulty you have had in relationships may come down to the fact that with your moon conjunct Neptune in your seventh house of relationship, there have been some rather confusing circumstances in relationships and that people aren't what they seem to be or my own imagination sometimes gets in the way of that relationship in terms of issues of confusion or projection. And so you're, you have great clairvoyant ability to see into the, into the soul of other people, but then that confuses you because people aren't their soul, right? They're, <laughs> they're more complex than that. And so you have to sort of dial it back and, and try to keep your feet planted on the ground and being more realistic about who and who you're encountering has always been one of the challenges here. And again, being an Aquarius, there's that struggle with freedom and relationship, you know, uh, and wanting to have a relationship that's fundamentally based on someone appreciating me for me and wanting me to be more of that versus me feeling I've got to yeah. sacrifice myself to be with them, which will never work. Um, and so you, it's about not surrendering your individuality but celebrating it and finding someone who celebrates the, that unique person that you are um, is, yes. the, is the key. Well, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, but it's been not yeah. easy. And, and sometimes in your life, what you've tended to attract yeah. with Saturn opposite your Mars is you, you have a predisposition to attract wounded men. Okay. Oh my God, it's been really bad. Well, no, it's, it's, I'm it's, done. it's, it, but see, but the thing is you need to develop your own healthy relationship to your own male qualities. So you don't have, you're projecting okay. them onto the men around you. Well, Unbeknownst to yourself. It's yeah. healthier now. Yo, no, no, no. We, we get better over time. We, that's the good thing. If we stay awake and work, work on it. So the chances are it won't repeat, but it does repeat if we get fearful. That's the key is fear is the enemy. So I have oh. to realize if I've done the work, yeah. I understand this male energy that I've had trouble with and that I could therefore always find the problem out there. But it begged the question, what, what's the common thing happening to me in my life? I'm always there. So I'm somehow attracting this or making this happen. How can I stop that? Letting it in. Yeah. So I'm I have, letting it in. Yeah. So I have to be more positively assertive on my own male side to attract a healthy male in my life, it's 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 a, it's a, it's not impossible to do. It's it's necessary to do, um, and all I can hope is that I've done the work now that I'm ready, I'm ready, willing, and able to have a the next exactly. step, the, the next relationship. And there is good energy there, so hopefully that will happen this year. Okay. Hopefully that energy will help. Yes, thank yeah. you. You're very welcome, Carla. Okay, thank you. Okay. Well, I'll, what I'll, is your number for a consult? Oh, you can uh, just get yeah. Just take uh, e email me. My the email on the site there is bill at tribe at gmail dot com, and you can just go ahead and use that to okay. reach out to me. And I'll send you my package of yeah, my services and stuff. Sure, that's great. Wonderful. Great talking to you. Okay. Bye for now. Um, yeah. Okay. Bye. Bye. -bye.
Okay, everyone, I'm going to have to end the show because I apparently have to do the show <laughs> here, sitting here by myself so I can put it up there so other people who want to go to it later can listen to it. Uh, so I'm going to go listen to see where it cuts off and then um, continue the show from that point onwards. And I apologize for the glitch, which was my fault this time, uh, in that I hit the, hit the mute button on my microphone here and didn't even know that. So I'm going to keep an eye on that for the future. But I'll be with you all next week. I promise to do that and continue the show by looking at the charts of um, uh, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris and uh, Donald Trump and Mike Pence as we look ahead to the election this uh, November. Okay, I'll talk to you all later and see you all next week. Bye for now.